Before we get started with this episode of the podcast, we want to thank our friends at Full Strength Network for sponsoring this episode. Now, we work with business leaders, nonprofit leaders, and church leaders, but they have a specific heart for helping pastors. So, Pastor, we want to speak directly to you right now. We've got an opportunity for you. Now, we know that ministry is hard, and our friends at Full Strength know specifically that it's hard. They focus specifically on pastors, on caring for you, so you can care for your family, you can care for your congregation, your team, and the ministry leaders around you. We know that you work hard, that you probably don't have as much rest in your life as you'd like, and it is exhausting. Ministry takes a toll. Now, I spend about half of my week coaching church leaders and ministry leaders, so I understand the challenges. I also was a pastor, and so our hearts go out to you. But we don't just want to say that we care for you. We want to give you a cool option for you. Now, during this time, we want to invite you to think about your own personal health. Full Strength Network gets the life of a pastor, and so they created a well-being membership program. Now, this gives you access to confidential coaching and counseling experts. They've got a great list of both of those relevant well-being resources, a strong community of other pastors focused on living and leading well just like you, and they bring in experts in this field. If you're interested in joining this well-being membership community, just head on over to fullstrength.org. That's fullstrength.org. You can learn more. You can sign up. Pastor, your life and leadership matters too much to lead alone and to not lead healthy. We want to invite you into a season of health so you can continue to have sustainable impact. Now, onto the podcast. Welcome back for another episode. We are concluding our Dozen Axioms series, which, friends, I think has been an incredible opportunity to peel back the layers of your leadership We've heard a lot of people talking about how this has been really helpful, really practical, and really timely for a lot of these issues. Again, we believe that these axioms are always helpful, but right now is a crucial time to be thinking about your life and leadership as you reemerge. Who are you going to be a year from now? Who's your organization going to be a year from now? Will people be left on your team or are they going to bail and head towards something else? And I honestly believe that a lot of the answers to that is how healthy our team is and our organization is. And of course, we don't get to health as an organization or a team without being healthy ourselves. And so we always want to challenge and encourage and remind you guys, you're doing a really hard thing if you are influencing people at any level, from your family, your friends, your volunteer team, your church, your nonprofit the thing that you're leading, the thing that you're launching. And we know that it is possible to live and lead healthy. If you are not in a toxic environment, you can change the culture. You can live and lead healthy. And we encourage you to go back and listen through these axioms. You're going to hear more about these axioms later on. These are going to make their way into some pretty cool content that we're going to arrange more on that later. But we really hope that this has been a practical blessing to you guys in that you're taking notes. You're actually taking some of those questions. And don't forget to go back and listen to those and take us up on giving you guys tools. We are investing these tools. We normally charge for them. We normally show them to coaching clients, but we want to invest them into your life, leadership, family, 
we'd love to hear a year from now that this series was actually a catalyst for you getting healthy. Another catalyst can be our Right Side Up community. Our Right Side Up community over on Facebook is free. A great place to learn and uh, to kind of see some of the video behind this podcast. But really, guys, our Right Side Up Collective is the answer for you. Finding a community of people at a low cost and learning about living and leading healthy but without having that one-on-one impact, time, resource in your life, um, that's going to be the best place. So go ahead and over, go ahead and go on over to rightsideupcollective.com, rightsideupcollective.com. You can get access to that community for just 30 bucks a month. 360 a year, we think is a steal for you to get that kind of access. We've got a couple of intensives coming up there that are only gonna be aired, some access to some incredible thought leaders that you will only find behind that paywall because they want to give you access to some of the best of their content, their Q&A, and what they have to offer. So here we go. This is Axiom 12. Be accessible, not available. Leaders are constantly pulled between tasks and people. Maybe as I say that, you resonate on the level of your family or your team or your organization. Tasks and people we're always being pulled between those two. Now, this is really normal. In fact, many definitions of leadership involve this idea of getting tasks done through people. And this tension between the tasks and the people is one of the hardest tensions we live in as leaders. I believe it's actually gotten harder in recent years. I mean, think about this. The more people a leader is responsible for, the more they'll get pulled toward being available more hours of their week. Essentially, if you are giving your time to everyone and you are always available, you have no other time and space left for the things that matter. Now, at the same time, leaders are getting pulled different directions. They still need to get crucial tasks done that involve thinking on their own. Not everything is collaborative. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, something called deep work that I'll reference here in a little bit. Now, technology platforms give more people access to us than we've ever had. And more leaders beyond work hours are having work questions brought to them. Now, while it's always been a time crunch for leaders and people have always wanted to get leaders time, leaders have always been in high demand, this pressure has gotten turned way up in the last decade, in the last five years, even in the last two years. Think about it. It wasn't that long ago before if you wanted to reach somebody, you had to call their workplace, you had to leave a message on their phone, and they would get back to you later on. But now people can reach you when you're scrolling your phone, texts are stacking up, inboxes are getting full, Slack messages are pinging between your team, emails can be answered while you are at the park with your kids. Life has changed. The math doesn't add up. We simply cannot be available to everyone all the time. Now, maybe there was some idea of a heroic leader that can do it all, be available to all, work 80 hours a week, grind and hustle. But friends, we must learn to be accessible to those we serve, but not available to everyone. Let me talk about the difference. But first, let me talk about the challenge. Here's the challenge in this, my friends. We must learn to limit our availability so we can have enough margin to create meaningful work, also have margin and rest 
and be accessible to those we serve. Essentially, we are going for accessibility without availability. Now, this is not a problem to be solved. This is a tension to be managed. Let me say it in a different way. This isn't going to go away. This is a tension we are always going to have to manage if we are leading, especially at a high level. And it's just a really tough one. It isn't going away. Now, what is this deep work that I talk about? An author, thought leader, I love named Cal Newport. He shares extensively about deep work. Now, it's this uninterrupted time and space you need to create things of meaning. Now, these things of meaning require deep thinking. Imagine writing a book, writing a series of blog posts, even here, the Dozen Axioms series. This is not happening five minutes at a time between my coaching sessions. These kind of things, maybe you're reorging a whole organization. Maybe you are recreating the values and the culture. A lot of people that I'm coaching, shout out to you, coaching clients, are making standard operating procedures. We call those how we roll at Stay Forth. You are reshaping your values and the impact on the culture. You are recreating workdays and realizing you don't need as many meetings as you thought and trying to have crucial values conversations with your team and re-upping to make sure that your one-on-ones, your team meetings are incredibly valuable. That stuff takes serious work and won't just happen a couple minutes at a time. It won't happen in an email that you shoot off quickly from your phone doesn't happen in a five-minute break between meetings. It requires time and space, and we call that deep work. Now, if we make ourselves available to all people all the time, we will cease to create meaningful things. We won't have the deep work space. We will abandon our priorities, and we will watch our creativity flatten, and we will burn out. I promise you that if you are available to everyone all the time, You will watch your energy levels go down, your creativity levels go down, your level of overwhelm go up, and probably you will watch your frustrations go up as well because managing all those expectations is nearly impossible. But we also have to stay present with those that we serve. This is crucial, guys. We are not to be on silos if we lead. We need to be accessible to people. This is so crucial to stay accessible because it helps us in our understanding our empathy, our ability to work together as a team to solve problems. We're not to be that monolithic leader that's up on some stage somewhere and never able to be accessible to people, not engaged. Of course, that's not what we're going for. And that's where the tension lies, is that people need to be able to get time with us at some point to converse and to collaborate, especially if they're on our team. But people and tasks both matter. We need a grid to do them well. This is not going to happen on accident. Now, let me give you a bit of a grid here. Three really important words I believe that we need in order to move toward a healthy tension. We need to clarify these three things. Number one, priorities. What are priorities? These are the things we value most deeply. Now, you have priorities at home, you have priorities in life, and you have priorities at work. All those matter in the course of a week. The second one is boundaries. Now, boundaries, this is how we will protect these things that are priorities to us. And the third one are processes. These are ongoing systems for keeping these boundaries in place. Let me review. Priorities, the things we value most deeply. Boundaries, how we protect those priorities. Processes are ongoing systems for creating and keeping those boundaries. 
Our priorities shape our boundaries and our boundaries shape our processes. This is not something that we can do reactively. If you wake up and have zero plan for the day or the week, you've probably already lost as a leader because plenty of things will go and fill up your time. We always give you a resource to consult and our most popular stay forth tool is called the weekly planning grid. I've been using it for years. I'm telling you, this changed my life. I didn't have enough structure in my work week. I kind of let my week unfold and tell me what to do. I watched my productivity go down. I watched the speed on pretty much everything in my life, including work, go way up. And I found that I wasn't actually thinking well. I wasn't producing great things of value. And I was kind of scatterbrained all the time. I wasn't present with people and something had to change. We've developed a weekly planning grid and it looks similar to something that we've laid out in the right setup journal each day, which is essentially a daily planning grid. But it's this weekly visualization of your schedule. Now remember this, time isn't tangible until you write it down. It slips through our fingers. It disappears before we know it. And we can't reactively wait for our time to tell us what to do. We must proactively tell it what to do on a weekly basis. And if we don't decide what to do with our time in advance, our pings, our dings, our teams, our meetings, our apps, our emails, all that stuff will fill in more time than we actually have before we've even gotten to those meaningful tasks that bring our teams together, produce value and meaning in the world. So the weekly planning grid, if you just shoot us an email at hello at stayforth.com, title it weekly planning grid, we will invest that back into your leadership. Again, friends, something to lay out the week. It's in three different blocks, morning, afternoon, and evening. Those blocks are very different for most people. And the purpose of what those can be most leveraged for is very different. This has changed my life thinking in blocks. Questions to consider. We always want to leave you with some questions to consider on your own or to talk about as a team, maybe journal about these. Number one, what are my top five priorities during my week? What are my top five priorities during my week? Think about a regular work week. What are your top five priorities? Next, where are these recurring in my schedule? Where are these top five priorities recurring in my schedule? Because truthfully, if they're not, then they don't deeply matter to us. Next one, what boundaries do I need to put around these recurring priorities? What boundaries do I need to put around these? You may have to say no to a whole lot of things so that you can say yes to that content creation block or that block where you just think and you read the exercise space that's a priority to you. It's not just going to happen naturally. Next, when am I available to others during the week? And when am I unavailable? When am I available to others during the week? I can tell you this, if you don't know when you're available and unavailable, your team won't know it. They won't know when you are accessible for them to be able to ask a question, to be able to talk about something, to be able to ideate, to dream, to scheme together. Many leaders have sort of one day or at least a half day out of the office each week where they're creating some kind of content. They're reshaping the values in business. They'd say working on the business instead of in the business. And that kind of vantage where you zoom out I do a lot of this on Fridays. And so on Friday, I have a day, I actually go to a different space within our city. It's a beautiful space. 
downtown. I look forward to being there. I only schedule meetings with people that I really want uh, to be in relationship with. And I would view as a friend or somebody that gives me a spark on that creative day. I've got projects that are life-giving to me. I come back to my purpose and I'll read something of value on that day. It comes back to reminding me who I am and is involved in my unique design. And I leave the other Monday through Thursday days for things like coaching and even recording podcasts like this and doing some of the other things that are deeply meaningful to me. But I've just kind of blocked off Friday as a day where I'm unavailable to our State 4 team and they know that. Last question, what processes do I have for managing my availability? What processes do I have for managing my availability? Guys, this is a hard but an exciting time to lead. There's a lot of opportunity and possibility, but there is also a lot of distraction. There are a lot of ways we could get distracted, pulled aside on social media, pent up, and think that we have to respond to every single thing. I just believe we need to have systems and we need to have processes to limit our input so we can do the work that God has designed us to do. I want to remind you of those three, the invitation to schedule your priorities or the things you value most, at least write those down. Secondly, to make sure to schedule your boundaries and how you protect these things. Third, to schedule your processes, these ongoing systems for keeping these boundaries. Guys, to me, if I do not have it in my phone, it is probably not going to happen. I'm not just going to stumble upon it. I want to remind you to put these things into your schedule. There is not room for everything. God has not asked you to do everything. And we are not to be available to everyone in our lives, but we are to remain accessible leaders, engaged in people, not isolated, not off in some ivory tower somewhere, but engaged in the people that we are going to serve while having enough boundaries to protect the things that deeply matter to us, like our kids, our spouse, our friendships, our exercise, our margin, time out in creation, a chance to get away from screens and all the things that are good, but are not best in our lives. Friends, it is possible to live and lead well in this upside down world. We are helping to bring Right Side Up leaders together. We want to invite you into the Right Side Up Collective, our new membership community where conversations break out, where you get access to some incredible thought leaders content leaders, and we even have coaching sessions over there. Thanks for listening through a dozen Axioms series. These will change your life and leadership. We are crazy enough to believe you can live and lead right side up in this upside down world. So long.